1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Postcast tonight as the Utah Jazz defeat the San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio. Thanks for subscribing or tuning in to Locked on Jazz. I'm David Locke along with Ron Boone. We give this to you after every single Jazz game throughout the season. So you can subscribe to Locked on Jazz on whatever you use to grab your podcast so that you know that you can get this for you each and every game. It is the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, the Spurs lost once here all of last year, and that was in the second-to-last home game of the year against the Golden State Warriors. They have not lost in double digits at home since January 31st of 2015 when they lost by 20 to the L.A. Clippers and the Jazz. In a game that was close late, the Jazz outscore the Spurs 33 to 20 in the fourth quarter. We're going to work backwards. On this one, Ron, what did the Jazz do late in this game to be able to win a close-fought game against one of the league's best?
0: I'm going to go with what Trey Lyles was talking about, the defense. And and you you and I watched uh, what they were trying to accomplish with this team in in practice this morning. And and our shoot-around report was, yes, try to keep them on one side of the floor uh, and and the pickup points trying to be outside the three-point line. Early in the ballgame, I thought they did that very, very well. I thought they got back to it. In that, in that fourth quarter. But George Hill was was the big the difference maker because he made two or three huge shots when the Spurs was trying to recover and, and take the lead late in that fourth quarter.
1: And it's just, it, we, this is where the experience and all the, this kind of intangible stuff we've talked about. George Hill's just not scared of this moment. He's played in yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. He's come in here before. He's battled Tony Parker. He, he, there was nothing. He knew exactly what he was trying to do on every possession of that.
0: Well, in breaking the defense down and, and getting into the paint. I mean, he had a couple of dribble drives, and again, I, I love that off rhythm shot that that he shoots. Uh, Dante shoots it as well, I, and I think Shelvin Mack is getting where he shoots it. Off rhythm shot, which means you're going in and, and you're going off the wrong foot, which means you're going off a little earlier than the defense thinks you're going to go off, and you're able to get that shot off over over taller defenders. He had a couple of quick uh, uh, spurts layups that he was able to get, and don't forget the three-pointer that he made there late in that fourth quarter.
1: There were so many different aspects to this game. They're going to have a concert here. Hopefully it won't be too loud. Late in the game, we got into some weird matchups. The Spurs stayed big with Aldridge and Gasol. The Jazz went small with Joe Johnson because Derek Favors did not play the second half tonight. So the Jazz really had no choice, but it led to some interesting things. Kawhi Leonard basically went and face-guarded Rodney Hood, and the Jazz said, fine. And they left rot and, and I actually love the strategy by Quinn. He basically said, "Fine, your best defender is going to go guard Rodney Hood over here, and we're going to play the game with your best defender not being involved." I thought it was a really, really smart decision.
0: And I thought to add to that, I thought it was very, very smart. You remember when uh, Joe Johnson just went, really just went off in the Portland Trailblazers when they were creating a mismatch? So Joe had a smaller defender where he could shoot over the top. They did that with Tony Parker. The next uh, time they tried to run that, then they ran. Um, Aldridge over and Casol um, zoned the backside. Now, the next time down the floor, they was able to swing the basketball with that skip pass and get a three-point shot on the weak side of the floor. So that was just something the Jazz were ready for. They responded well, and did they move the basketball very well tonight. And
1: then Greg Popovich adjusted and put Kawhi Leonard on George Hill, uh-huh. but then you saw the Jazz run George Hill off a bunch of picks, and eventually he ended up switched back on Manu Gin- with Manu Ginobili or Tony Parker guarding him. And I'll tell you, I, I thought I saw that's going to be a problem for the Spurs, the fact that if they're trying to close games with Ginobili and Parker, one-on-one basketball, neither of them were able to defend it, and the Jazz went right at that.
0: I don't think they're going to be able to do it, especially with both of them on the on the floor. I mean, they only have their moments during the course of the year, but if they're going to be the contenders in the in the West that we think they are, you know, they're, they're, that guard line is not going to be able you know, They're missing Green, right, who is um, a big part of their, of their offense, a, a two-guard. But I just – you know, regardless of what the San Antonio Spurs did not do, I was very impressed what the Jazz did do.
1: Let's go back to the start of this game where the Jazz came out and just ripped the courts. 38 points against the Spurs. It's the most points the Spurs allowed in a game since Christmas Day in the first quarter of 2013 when the Houston Rockets had 40. The Jazz nailed seven threes in that quarter and the ball movement, which was non existent against LA, was just terrific.
0: And, and anytime you're moving the basketball that well, and and you're making those shots, man. Coach is just, I mean, he's loving every minute of it because you know they harp on that all the time. Swing the basketball, the skip pass. It really gets the defense scrambling. And and once that starts to work, then you you, you, you know, we had talked about this because they against the the uh, the L.A. Clippers, they had good looks. They just wasn't falling tonight especially early in the basketball game, they they fell. 72% in that first quarter. What a great shooting night.
1: Yeah, it's finished tonight 15 of 31 from three. That's getting close to the all-time record that they had against Charlotte uh, a few years ago. And then there were some other moments that I really loved in this game, and I want to single them out. Dante Exum was getting taken to school by Manu Ginobili. He was really and It was a moment in the game where Quinn yelled at Dante to get in the game. You could tell. And then Dante answers with a fabulous little layup.
0: He, he did. He just came right back. I don't think he's ever going to give up. You know, he plays hard enough, and, and hopefully he learns from mistakes or, or when guys uh, take advantage of him out there on the floor because, he, just remember, this is only his second year. Playing professional basketball, you know, and he's still, what, 19, 20, till 20 years old. So he has, he definitely has a lot to learn, but he's got a couple of guys in front of him, uh, in Shelby Mack and and Hill that he can learn from. And plus, he's playing the two guard position, you know, right now, and and he's not that. Offensive player from that two-guard position as we think he should be,
1: and then Trey Lyles, who has not really found his groove. At least I didn't think he found his groove. Thought he was scuffling. He turned the ball over a few times. I thought he was bypassing looks. He, I think he felt. He just you could see he was almost. He just didn't look like he knew what was the right play for him to make. He looked like he was thinking, and he led a third. The Spurs. This game was not just a runaway by the Jazz. The Jazz ran away early by ten. The Spurs came back with a 15-0 run, and then the. Spurs took the lead in the third, and the Jazz go on a 10-0 run, which was almost entirely Trey Lyles in that third quarter. He hit a bunch of shots. He took it at Aldridge on a drive and a pull-up. He 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 was just terrific in that stretch of the game. And there's another 20-year-old kid bouncing back on the road through some adversity.
0: Yeah, you looked at it he could be a big part of what the Jazz want to do this year, coming off the bench because he will now is a threat. What do you have? 15 points off the bench. So between Trey Lyles and and Shelvin Mack. 29 points off the bench are the 45 points that the Jazz scored. So, those could be some key guys here. And, and Gordon gets back. I mean, this turns into uh, every bit of what the critics say they should be.
1: Well, I said to you when well, there's about 5:29 left, and I think everybody's a little uncertain about those first three games. I said to you, we got 5:29 that could sure change everybody's mind of what they think of this team right now. And uh, I'd say that happens. Okay,
0: so let's look at this now from last year to this year. Uh, and teams last year that couldn't close a game to a team that closed one tonight against a very good basketball team now it's not going to happen all the time but at least now you can see that there's the potential and the ability that they have to be able to do that
1: well if you look I bet you Rodney Hood had two or three defensive rebounds in that fourth quarter and that's where Quinn Steiner went back through all the defensive rebounds they didn't get last year and telling guards to come down and get rebounds late in games. And Rodney got just one, but George Hill got one. Dante Exum had a rebound late in the game. The, everyone was rebounding on the defensive end in a different fashion.
0: Yeah, rebounds and turnovers, you hear coaches talk about them all the time, David. Those will win basketball games for you, so they were be able to do it.
1: Big-picture win for the Jazz today. they got to be excited about it. The Jazz hold off the Spurs in the fourth quarter, a team that only lost one game here all of last year, and the Utah Jazz have gone to 2-2. Two and two. We play Dallas tomorrow. We hope to see you at the arena. Tickets are available. This has been Postcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, subscribe to Locked On Jazz on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use and get it every day. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning with Locked On Jazz.